the lens to non-dual is through, can be for sure through consciousness or through thought, the thought gate, because, because if you just, it's so easy to learn this stuff and think you understand it and know it, maybe you've had a taste of it, but the, the polarity in thoughts is still so strong that you don't even notice that. And so it's important to learn to really unload that polarity, calm the mind enough. But once that happens, and once the, as she's describing, that spell is broken where there's not really an, an ability to formulate an IM sense, or they just seen that there never was anything like that, then immediately, as soon as that polarity dissolves or you see that one thought, then there's no thought, then there's no mind. And when there's no mind, there's just sound and sensation and taste and smell. Um, it immediately leads right to that kind of presence. But they, as we're describing, that presence is never gone. The presence is always there, whether it's deep samadhi, whether it's taking a bath, whether it's having a conversation, whether it's working, walking, playing with a dog. In the previous experience, what's perceived as the I am sense or consciousness or maybe awareness um, um, and what's perceived as sort of, let's say, an object of consciousness or awareness, which might be a sound or a sensation, we're mistaking um, the, the radiant or luminous nature and the empty nature that is intrinsic to it that can never be separated from it. We're, we're, we're misinterpreting those as the inner world and the outer world. Mm -hmm. And so instead, you just live in that world of, as you described, isness or thusness, um, where it is endless death and it's also endless luminosity of, of, of appearance. But... They're not two. Those aren't two. So that, to me, that's that's what true non-duality is. You can't really realize true non-duality non um, if there's a self-structure.